You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Please follow, like, subscribe. Make sure you're getting every episode of Inside Purple and Gold on your favorite podcast platform. Helps you out. Make sure you get every episode as it comes out. Helps us out. Helps the show. Uh, Please support us in doing that. We greatly appreciate it. Dane, Vikings, Bears this week. You look at it and you say, hey, Vikings, three and one. Bears, two and two. Like, here we go. Big NFC North matchup. Big division implications. And to some degree, it does. Uh, Minnesota can't lose this game for sure. But I don't get the sense that these are two teams that are both like, yeah, we're trying to win. The Vikings are. The Bears, I don't really think are. Um, it's interesting because we do have two, and I know you're going to write about this in Sunday's Pioneer Press, so people should check that out. But you've got Ryan Poles, and he hires Matt Eberflus. So, like, you've got the whole new leadership structure in Chicago. Minnesota has the same thing. Uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell leading the charge there. But, like, we heard in the offseason, Quasi Adolfo Mensa be like, a oh, competitive rebuild. And the Bears, it's very clear when you trade like Khalil Mack, uh, when you put together an offense with no talent, um, they are not doing a competitive rebuild. They are just doing the rebuild. Uh, and I think we've kind of seen that. What do you think of these two approaches? Uh, certainly, it's going to lead to more wins for the Vikings this year. But just in general, the ways in which the franchises have approached their new situations with their new leadership structures. Yeah, I get it from both sides of the spectrum. So... Like, let's just take the Vikings first. Whoever got that job, whether it was Quasi Adolfo Mensa, whether it was Ryan Poles, who I think it's been widely reported the Vikings wanted Poles, and he decided to go to the Bears instead, probably because of what I'm about to say. Yeah. No matter who was the GM there, they were going to have to try to win now. Uh, Mark Wilf made it very clear. The Wilf family made it very clear. We want to be, quote, very competitive. Uh, We want to be very, very competitive this year. And so I think whoever got this job, um, it turned out to be Quasi Adolfo Mensa, was going to have to make moves that kind of pushed the franchise towards winning, pushed the the narrative forward. And and from that standpoint, Quasi has done exactly what he's been asked to do. Um, I think there is something to be said about He took a lot of heat for extending Kirk Cousins. I still don't know if it was the right decision. But maybe Kwesi looked at the the NFL and said, I think, you know, if I analyze the league as a whole, this could be a down year for the league. This could be a flatter year for the league. And it has been. So he kicks the can down the road with Kirk Cousins. He doesn't rebuild. He doesn't find a new quarterback in a year that's kind of proven. I mean, the jury's still out on this draft class. But for all intents and purposes right now, we can say, like, you would not have had a better option than Kirk Cousins to try and win and, and generate some goodwill. So in, in year one of Quasi's tenure with the Vikings, he's making ownership happy. He is generating some goodwill by putting some wins together in a league that looks like it's going to be pretty flat this year. There aren't a lot of elite teams in the NFL this year. So I get it. Um, it might make contending in the long run harder because I think it, it's been proven in the NFL that, it's it's easier to start over than it is to try and just con- get over that hump, be average and get over that hump. Then you look at the bears, like 
yeah, they're not going to call it a rebuild because no one really does that anymore. They just kind of say like, oh, you know, like we're planning for the future. Like no one says like we're going to be horrible for five years. But like I think the Bears could be horrible for like three or four years. And I think that's fine. I think Ryan Poles, that's a big reason he took this job because he could kind of mold it in the way he wanted to. He didn't he wasn't hamstrung to like an ownership group that wanted to be competitive. Justin Fields is his quarterback right now. He's going to have to decide whether to pick up that fifth-year option at some point in the near future. Like, I think it's next year that that decision will have to be made. Uh, if he's not, then then Ryan Poles will pick his quarterback, and then his clock will really start. So I think the fact that both of these franchises have gone in two different directions, um, it's kind of not unfair because they, they got hired at the same time, but it's, it's a little unfair to, to, to compare these two gen- general managers because they've just been kind of given two different sets of, like, circumstance um but yeah there's no question the vikings have gone one way and the bears have gone the other we'll see what what happens this sunday um the vikings can't afford to lose the game the bears certainly can't afford to lose the game because like the vikings are apparently in the mix of a midst of a competitive rebuild um Mm -hmm. what does that mean (laughs) because to me it looks like they're just trying to win and like what the rebuild part is what just using your draft picks like every other team does like i'm not sure i quite understand the idea of a competitive rebuild because they're not playing young players they're playing their veteran players like they're it's they're playing a veteran quarterback they've got a bunch of older guys on the team like this i think maybe they should have just said we're just trying to be competitive because that's what it looks like to me like you've got the bears Clearly playing to lose games. Um, probably a little upset they've won two uh, because they played the Texans and they played in a monsoon. Um, can't complete a forward pass. Look like, you know, it's like, hey, we're trying to lose every game 20 to 13. Uh, but the Vikings, like, they look like they're just playing to win as many games as possible. They look like that's what they did with the roster. And I don't see any type of transition uh, from one to yeah. the next. So what do, you, what do you interpret a competitive rebuild as? Because to me, it sounds like not a rebuild at all i honestly think it was just a buzzword quasi made up on the spot um while he was speaking i think it was the two words that came out of his mouth at that time there's been no indication of a rebuild i think maybe you say we're doing a competitive rebuild uh to kind of like generate some sort of like push towards the future when it's pretty clear that you are just trying to win now I think it maybe is something where after giving Kirk Cousins an extension, like people are saying like, well, why did you do that? Like we, like a lot of, there was a fervor in Minnesota. Like if if Kwesi would have torn it down, I don't think a lot of Vikings fans would have cared this year. No, I don't think so either. I think a lot of people wanted that. And, and again, I think it's important to know, like this isn't, a quasi thing like necessarily like i don't think he came in and was like wow like this we're good we we can figure this out i think it was like okay how do i get this job and once i have the job like what do my bosses want my bosses want me to put together a competitive team so i will do that um and then hopefully i will get a long enough leash to do what i actually want with this franchise um i think part of him maybe he uses that word because and this is me just kind of like psychoanalyzing him at this point um we barely talk to the man anymore um he's kind of he he came out at training camp and he said he's going to say less and he certainly has done that um but i think he probably deep down wants to rebuild and he knows he has to be competitive so he's just kind of convincing himself like we're going to be competitive this year and rebuild 
Uh, that's what I really want to do. So the word itself, I think, is, has gotten a lot of play. Um, it's certainly in the Twin Cities media market are the two words, competitive rebuild, um, because it just sounds so silly. And like, you're totally right. They are just trying to be competitive. They are not rebuilding. Um, there is nothing he has done yet that has given off the aura of we are looking towards the future. A lot of it has been win now. Um, and I can't blame him. That's what he was hired to do. That's uh, I think maybe like we should listen back to the tape because maybe he muttered a word under his breath during it. He's like, we are going to have like a competitive then rebuild. <laughs> like, yeah. like one season and then we're going to get to do what I want. Uh, maybe he wanted this team to lose so he could go to the Wilson and be like, guys, this isn't going to work. We have to rebuild. He's Maybe the Bears are mad they won. And maybe Quasi Dofomensa is like pulling his hair out because they won. Uh, you know, like it, it's possible. Uh, but I will say for the Bears too, like here's the tough spot they're in. They're rebuilding. They're taking a bunch of losses. It's also a team that like traded the farm for Justin Fields. Um, and they obviously got picked back for Khalil Mack, so that helps some. But like, it stinks when you have a young quote unquote franchise quarterback that you traded so much for, and it's impossible to evaluate him. I don't think he's looked good, regardless. Like, I think you can get something out of this anyway, and I don't think he's looked very good. Uh, but you also have no talent around him, so I understand the people who want to defend him in that respect because the O line's not great, though he makes it worse um, with kind of lack of pocket presence and decision making and. The weapons are not good. Um, so, like, there's it's tough to like fully gauge him. Uh, it, it's tough to gauge anything. And then it's like, and we gave up a ton for this. So, do we really want to just start over? Because I don't think you're getting a bunch of picks if you want to trade them. You're going to get like a fourth round pick probably at that point. Like, the Bears are rebuilding. And also, in like, I think the Vikings can kind of soft reset next off season and still be ahead of Chicago because I think the bears mm-hmm. are in such a bad spot. Yeah. And I think it's something where we'll see like, look, the Vikings are three and one. The Vikings could very well finish with 11 wins this year. That's like, I think that's, that's attainable, but they, you could also, I think this off season, even if they are a playoff team, even if they win in the, a first round playoff matchup, even if they go dare I say like to the NFC championship game. Like I don't think that's within their reach, but the NFC is really bad this year. All of those things I'm saying, it would not surprise me to see them do something like Philadelphia did with Jalen hurts this off season where they draft a quarterback and people were like, well, why are they drafting Jalen hurts? Like they have Carson Wentz and they just paid Carson Wentz. And like, it's cause they didn't really believe in Carson Wentz. And now that you're seeing like that works and like the archetype of winning a super bowl in the NFL a lot of the times, more often than not, I think significantly more often than not over the past decade or so has been you you have to have a quarterback on a rookie contract, a good right. quarterback on a rookie contract that doesn't eat up a lot of your cap so you can go out and get other things. I could see the Vikings drafting a quarterback this year. It doesn't mean the guy starts next year, but like it, it could be a thing where, okay, Kirk, like we, we've kicked the can down the road and this is it. This is your last year. Um, now, I'm not saying this year. I'm saying next season would be okay, this is it. You have a guy behind you now. Um, that this, That's all like theorizing down the road. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if, if they did do that. The Bears almost can't do that. Like they, they, cause you haven't surrounded Justin Fields with talent. Like, yes, if Ryan Poles wants to draft a quarterback in the 2022 NFL draft or 2023 NFL draft, he will do that. Um, but it, it's a little hard to do that when you've, 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 like you said, 
you've sent the farm for for to get Justin Fields a year ago, two years ago. So I think the Vikings are maybe even in a little bit better position than the Bears to kind of make a change at quarterback at some point. Um, it, it's interesting. Um, it, I, I'll be interested to see these rosters in three or four years. The Bears have like $105 million in cap space next year too. So like when you look at the rosters in three years, in four years, maybe we'll be saying like, yes, Ryan Poles made the right decision to tear this thing down to the studs and rebuild it back up. And look, now Quasey's trying to catch up. Um, he should have done that three years ago. Yeah, um, the Vikings could easily do like I wouldn't recommend doing like the second or third round pick thing um, because it, it's so easy to miss on those guys. Mm-hmm. Certainly, if you believe really believe in a prospect, um, if you just think somebody's been undervalued for sure. But a lot of third round picks, it's like, well, maybe that guy's our future, and there's a reason why he was a third round pick because he wasn't very good. Um, it's we because you don't want to end up in like the Malik Willis situation where you take him and it's like, he's the guy and for the future or whatever. Um, when like, just probably not very good. Um, so like, if you're going to do that, I would say like really commit to it and maybe use like what could be a later first round pick. Maybe it's like 24, 25, 26, depending on how many games they win. Then maybe there you pull the trigger on a guy who you've liked. Um, we'll see how it all plays out, but right. There's it's, it's going to be really fascinating to watch the next three or four years, how these franchises kind of wrap like continue to go like in what directions they go how how their plans of attack play out yeah all right I think that's, uh, that's interesting yeah okay uh, we'll come back and we'll actually talk about this sunday's game um right after this <laughs> 